Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Let's get back to the calls. 877-337-6666. Mike White has been the main topic. Mike White, Zach Wilson, of course, and the Jets. And the Rangers losing to the Devils. Rangers uh, off to a very slow start this year. Is it time to panic? Those have been the main two topics. We'll get into the baseball. And if we don't do baseball in the next three hours, you know what? We'll just do it again tomorrow. We have five hours, so we'll get into it tomorrow. Maybe something will actually happen I do think you'll see some movement this week with, and look, if not this week, at, at some point next week, something's got to give here with these big names. I don't think you're going to see this drag out through December, through January. I think you'll have some movement here relatively soon, whether it's this week or next week. And when, the winter meetings are next week, right? Or uh, Yeah, right, because we had the GM meeting, so the winter meetings are next week. So we'll see what goes on there. But anyway, we got the DeGrom stuff, Judge, and all that. I want to get into Nimmo as well. We could do that. If not today, like I said, we'll do it tomorrow. Done some Giants, done plenty of Jets. I do want to tell that Connor McDavid story. We'll do that at some point soon. All right. Uh, Jay is calling from Long Beach. What's up, Jay? Hey, Sal. How's it going? How are you, Jay? Uh, nothing. I just got to, I got to, uh, I'm doing good. I just got to disagree with the uh, the Mike White thing. I'm, and uh, Zach Wilson, I, I feel like this has got to be the end of it. Thinking that, the theory that they started Joe Flacco because I know it's only a theory that, that they believed that Mike White was better. That's why they started Flacco earlier in the year. And then when it came down to it, they went with Mike White when the team is in playoff contention. Wait, what do you mean? Why would they think, wait, why would they start Joe Flacco if they thought Mike White was better? It was just a way to save face for the the GM. And Who for, who's it, saying that? Where are you getting that from? It, it, it's just a theory that's floating around. That's what I said. Yeah, it's, it's asinine. It's that's asinine. Whoever thought that is but, stupid. Do you do you think the Jets want to lose games? No, but it's like okay. So it, then, well, then why would Joe Douglas and Robert Sala do that if they say, "Hey, look, this guy's a better quarterback," but so, let's just start Joe because, Flacco so nobody's going to complain about Zach Wilson? It's to save to save face on the draft oh. pick, really. Oh, it's. And then it's also, how is it not the end of him? If they're comparing him to Jamarcus Russell right now, throwing the stat lineup. And it's really not even that. If, if, it, is, if it is Mike White's team from here on out, it's not even that bad of a deal. You know, Fleegs brings, up a good, Fleegs brings up a good point. If the Jets were worried about Mike White and his impact as far as, you know, on Zach Wilson and, oh, look, Mike White's better and the fans are going to clamor for Mike White, then why even bring him back? Why have him on this team? But oh, I'm sorry, they're not worried about Mike White. They're, I'm saying they're worried about the um, the draft pick. For, you for just you day. just said that they didn't want to start Mike White to start the year, even though he was better because they wanted to go with Zach Wilson. Well, if that were the case, why have Mike they're, White on the team at all? Because as an insurance policy for right now, your defense. No, is no, that, they, look. Let's just put an end to that theory. Let's. I don't know where it came from, but it needs to go back. It is the dumbest freaking thing, and I've heard a lot of dumb things. It is the dumbest freaking thing that I've ever heard. You think the Jets purposely started Joe Flacco, thinking he was the worst of the two yeah. quarterbacks? Come on. Think about that I for a second. I, I, I personally do not. I'm okay, well, right. I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not saying you do or not, but you're the one yeah. who brought it up to me. That is no, no, no. wherever that theory came from. 
Please, whoever said that, some idiot loser on Twitter from his mom's basement coming up with this and then people start to steal these ideas, get lost. It is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And if Joe Douglas and Robert Sala get wind of that, they laugh and mock you. That's how pathetic and stupid that argument is. Sal, so the thing is here is you don't think it's the end of of Zach Wilson. I don't. I mean – They've said Mike it. White. I mean, I, I, I said it before. Right. They actually said it. Yeah. I don't think it's the end because I read between the lines and use common sense. They also have come out and said it's not the end of Zach Wilson. If, even, if, even if Mike White is, he plays competent enough to start the rest of the year, you're going in, if, if you know, you know, if Mike White finished out the year, you, you, that's got, you would think that's got to be it for him, for Zach Wilson, rather. So, therefore, you're kind of in a point where you know he's not your guy and you're moving on as opposed to maybe – the Giants situation, you go four years down the road, and they're in a, they're in a contract issue. What, what do you do with Daniel Jones? You know, I'm just I'm not. It's com, I'm comparing one or the other, but you know, well, if you know now, you move on. Right, you know, but there thing, there are four years from now. All right, let me ask you: Do you think you know what Zach Wilson is right now? I I I, I don't. Okay, me personally, I, I, me neither. I don't think that you could possibly make a uh, proper assessment on that. That's number one. Number two, do you know what Mike White is right now at this moment? You don't, but okay. that's what I'm saying. If you, if, you get, if you get another five weeks out of Okay, out but, of but, but that's, but that's a big if. If, if, I mean, if Mike White goes out there and performs the way that he did on Sunday, if he does that the final six weeks of the season, then, and only then, are they going to have a big decision to make. And maybe it wouldn't so, yeah. even, maybe if Mike White does what he did against the Bears for the next six weeks and the Jets find themselves, you know, five and one over the course of those six games and they get into the postseason and Mike White looks good in the postseason, he's going to be their franchise quarterback. Now, that's a big if. That's a big if. They will cross that bridge when they get there. Until then, Zach Wilson is still going to be the franchise quarterback. He's just not their quarterback. Right now. Now, what if Mike White goes out there and puts up two stinkers in Minnesota and in Buffalo? And the Jet, and, and they give Mike White an opportunity. He doesn't look good against Detroit. Then what? Then what do you do? Then you then then next year. Well, not next year. Then this in, year. Well, you, know? you. What do you mean? It's Zach Wilson. It is. It's his That's, team. It's got to be. It's got to be somebody else. Either way, even if the Mike White experience doesn't work out, somebody's got to be brought in next year. Well, I mean, not to be the starter. Zach Wilson's going to be the guy, Jay. Oof, right, is... right now, if you were to ask Joe Douglas who the Jets franchise quarterback is, it the answer is Zach Wilson. And thank you for the call. Now he's not the quarterback right now, but if you were to ask him who he believes the franchise quarterback is, it's Zach Wilson. You know, I know this. It's not because I text Joe Douglas. It's because I use common sense. Do the math. Now, that could change in six weeks. If Mike White goes out there and plays well and they win, you're not going to make that change. Now, I still think even if that's the case, let's say best case scenario, Mike White goes 5-1 and one and looks terrific in doing so. Guess what's going to happen? Zach Wilson will probably be on this roster next year as the backup. And when there's a need 
to go back to him, whether it's because Mike White doesn't perform as well or whether it's Mike White gets hurt, then Zach Wilson's going to get another opportunity. I don't think you're seeing the Jets give up on Zach Wilson after not even seeing him for two full seasons in the NFL. And the only way it becomes even a a, a remote possibility is if Mike White is lights out for the next, next six weeks. That's the only way. Which, by the way, could happen. But once and for all, we're going to find out if Mike White is the guy or not, or could be the guy. He's going to get his chance. However we got here, we're here. Doesn't matter. Was it Sala? Was it Joe Douglas? Was it the owner? Was it the performance on the field? Was it the loss of the locker room? All that stuff. Was it off the field? His answers. Doesn't matter how or why we're here. Point is, we're here. And Mike White is going to get an opportunity to prove himself. All right, you want this job? Go take it. I'd be willing to bet that he's not going to be that guy. I think he's a... A, a solid backup quarterback and easy to root for and a guy who you want to see succeed. I also believe that there's a reason why he's been a backup quarterback and why other teams aren't dying to go get him. There are reasons for this. And we'll see if he gets exposed or if he shuts the doubters up. But I guarantee you the Jets are thinking, we're going to play Mike White. Hope for the best, but in the event something goes wrong over the course of the next couple of weeks and he gets exposed, we're going back to Zach. Chad is calling from Tampa, Florida. What's up, Chad? Good morning. How you doing? How are you, Chad? Great. I agree with you on everything you say about, you know, leading up right now to with, with you know, it's Mike White's job to lose and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with you when you say that that at some point, you know, whether it's this year or next year, that that Zach is going to get another uh, chance here. I don't agree with you at all. And I'll tell you why. If Mike, first of all, one thing that people that is not being mentioned is White's a free agent at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. So, the, so if he plays, you know, if he does the unthinkable and does the five and one and goes to the playoffs or whatever, Jets are going to have an interesting decision to make at that point because on the free agent market, you know, he's going to get paid. You know, he's not going to get the 30 <laughs> or 40 million a yeah, year. No, yeah. but I'm just saying, listen. If, if, if he, he goes 5 on, yeah, I mean, why don't we, right. yeah, what if he wins the Super Bowl? No, I'm not saying that. Come on. I'm just saying, if he, if we're and already saying. By the saying, way, how did it work out for Nick Foles, who did okay, win the Super Bowl? But you already admitted that if, if Mike White goes 5-1, and one, which is which is possible, we don't know. But if he does go 5, five let's just play out the scenario that you're saying. Mm-hmm. If he does go 5-1, and one, okay, and goes to the playoffs, and maybe he, maybe they don't win a playoff game, but he plays decent or whatever. Let's just say he doesn't get exposed for the rest of the season. Okay, at that point, he's a free agent. So what do you do? Okay, you're not going to just go right back to Zach Wilson. But but understand that. Well, they if, might. I was not aware that he was a free agent after this year. They they might. Free, he was a, he was a restricted free agent right. after, uh, this year. They put the you know the second round tender on him. Nobody signed him. Um, but he is an unrestricted. I can't believe nobody would sign him. I mean, my God, what are but, teams but, doing? But, here, but here's the deal: if he, I just, I personally, I don't think that they will make Zach a backup. Okay, but let's just say Mike White 
continues to win. Every game he wins, he almost gets like another two games or three. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're not going to just they're not going to pull him after one poor game. Let's say he beats Minnesota and then he he has a stinker against Buffalo and then he comes out the next week and and plays well again. Mike White is going to be given a chance here. We all we all know that. Yeah, for the next for the next couple weeks, he's going to be given a chance. Sure. Right. The only the only. The only thing that could save Zach where you would go into next season and say, okay, Zach is our guy, and they still might bring in, like, they're not going to bring Flacco back, but they'll definitely, if White gets exposed and they go back to Zach, Zach would have to perform pretty well for the Jets to feel comfortable going into next season with him the starter. Okay, if Zach did come back, let's just say Zach comes back this year and, and we see the same bad throws, whatever, the whole, the whole, the whole thing. The Jets have, they could easily go into the off season and get Garoppolo, okay, or, or go after Garoppolo if they got to pay somebody and, and they don't. Remember, this team is ready to compete with the big boys. When they get Brees Hall back and Elijah Barrett Tucker, th- this team already proved it with their defense. They don't need a top fifteen, top ten quarterback, okay? Not everybody does. What do you think they're going to do with Zach Wilson if that's the case? That that's that's the that is the question though. Okay, I don't. Well, they're that's not giving I up prove, on him. That's that, that's the I'm point. I'm not saying they're giving up on him. They're not giving. So up what are they going to do? They're not going to trade him for for zero why, value. Why? 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 Well, it depends. I mean, they, because uh, you're Arizona never going to get back. Equal. Joe Joe Douglas loves Zach Wilson. He it, it believes. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What are you talking if about? Doesn't matter. He's much. the guy who's making the decisions. Of course, it matters. The oh, only oh, thing that oh, matters. That what? No, what matters is winning. You don't. You don't just because you love somebody. You don't. We. The Jets have already showed that they're not afraid to make some pretty bold decisions. Whether that is making uh, Elijah more inactive, okay. Whether it's mm-hmm. whether it's benching Zach, okay. They're not afraid to make decisions. And remember, everybody gets stuck on the old quarterback when the quarterbacks got drafted in the top five, and and I think Matt Ryan or not Matt Ryan, uh, the guy from Oklahoma, Bradford. He was the last guy to get drafted in the first round to get like the monster deal before the rookie contracts came in. You can move on from guys. Yes, you you know, it's a number two overall pick and you'd hate to... Do you know, you know how stupid that, that would be, Chad? Do you know how stupid but, and reckless that would why? be? Why, why Arizona moved? Arizona moved on from... from yeah, stop. It's a different, it's a different circumstance. And by the way, how's Arizona done since? Okay, but, but you're forgetting something here. You're no, I'm not forgetting anything. You, yeah, how how yeah. many full seasons has Zach Wilson played so in the are NFL? You, are you telling me it's impossible? If let's say Mike White plays plays awesome, but again, you're and, going through hypotheticals. Yeah, no, no, no. But, I said, and that's the only way. Everything's a hypothetical right now. Zach Wilson is on the bench, so everything is a hypothetical. No, it's not. Everything. No, it's not. Yes, Zach, it Zach Wilson right now is their franchise quarterback. I, I, he is. I agree with. Oh, the, okay. So that's not hypothetical. That, I mean, that okay. just. But 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 it, even that is because there's a chance that he doesn't play again for the Jets. If Mike White comes back, okay. If Mike White comes all the way through and and goes five and one like you said, and let's say he even wins a playoff game, the Jets the Jets he Mike White could play pretty average. It's going to be difficult and, on him. It's that that okay. will make their decision difficult. Okay, uh, and that's that's the point, Sal. If he no, I don't. I still if, don't know what your point is. Zach Wilson okay, was drafted the to be point, their franchise the quarterback. No, hold on a second. If, hold on a second. Zach Wilson yeah. was drafted to be their franchise quarterback. He's under contract for two more years. Joe Douglas yeah. loves him. They haven't even seen him play a full season from start to finish, and you want to give up on him? That's I'm not asinine. giving up on him. I'm, I'm not giving up on him. I'm with everybody else here. You're you're you're, you're taking this way out of out of. I'm not. Giving okay, up so on go him. ahead. I agree with you 
I agree with you when you when listen this right now Mike White is going to get a chance to become I agree to become the franchise quarterback right. if he goes 5 and 1 you've been playing this scenario already mm-hmm. if he goes 5 and 1 and he makes the playoffs right. okay let's say he wins a playoff game then the Jets have a decision to make correct do you bring him back Zach as the backup Maybe not. Well, it's what would they do with him if they didn't? That's my that's my you question to you. Trade him they, for the what? Got a second, a fourth, and a sixth for Sam Darnold after three years. You can do that. You're not going to pick up Zach's fifth year option. I don't that think point. that they would. I don't think that they would trade him and go they on with Mike White. Trade him if it got to that point where Mike White's your. But why? Why not. would you? Why wouldn't you keep him on the okay, bench? I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because if Mike White. And, and let's just but again, Chad, this is like they, no, there's, there's, it's, it's you know, not, there are too many levels. It's not impossible with the Jets defense, and, and oh, yeah. with Mike White doesn't have to be he doesn't have to be Superman. But let's just say, oh, so Zach Mike Wilson White. does. Let's just say no. Zach Wilson has been complete garbage. No, that's not true. That he played two worst. bad games against New England. He's not been complete he's garbage. The, he's the worst ranked quarterback in the NFL yeah. for the last two years. Okay, but let's just say what you're saying. That that White does play well enough the rest of these six games, and let's just say he goes four and two, goes to the playoffs. Right, we got, we went over that. We went over that. So okay. what's the point? Okay, so the point is, if you Mike White's a free agent, if you if he's your franchise guy, he's going to get some sort of contract, which and it's not going to be pennies. It's going to but be Zach Wilson is already under contract anyway for two I more years. Know he is. Look, I Chad, know that's going to be. Uh, about Mike White. I know. I got I'm you. I got, no, I think we got the point. Thank you for the call. Uh, we, we've got the point. If Mike White goes six and zero and the Jets win the Super Bowl, then the Jets are going to have a difficult decision to make. Please, let, let, let's just put Mike White in the freaking Hall of Fame already. You guys are intolerable with this stuff. There's a reason the guy has been a backup quarterback his whole life. Let's see it first. Can we see it first? If Mike White goes out there and plays well for the final six weeks and the Jets win and get to the postseason and Mike White proves himself, then they are going to have a difficult decision to make. Then, then they are going to have a difficult decision to make. And by the way, I'm still not sold that they would go with Mike White, even under that scenario. But that's a big, big if. Let's see him do it. I'm happy for Mike White that he's getting an opportunity. I'm more happy. Fleeks and I talked about this at the start of the year. I wanted this to happen just so you guys would finally shut the hell up about Mike White. Like he's some savior. Mike White's the answer. He's been the hidden gem this whole time. The Jets have been holding him back. Let's see what he does. Before you start worrying about what's going to happen next year. The reason why I brought that up was the only way. You know, you guys are talking like Zach Wilson's career is over. It's not. He hasn't even had a chance yet. Has he been good? No, absolutely not. He's been worse off the field. But it's not done, not even close to it. Use some common sense here. The only way that it might even be a question is if Mike White goes out there and his lights out for the final six weeks of the year and the Jets go on some miraculous run. 
Mike White was great Sunday against Chicago. He's got to do that several more times before there starts to be a, hey, maybe we have something here. Let's see. And then once and for all, no, how about we paint the other hypothetical? What if Mike White comes out and sucks at Minnesota and then gets beat up again in Buffalo? Then what? What are you guys going to be calling for? Joe Flacco in week 15? Or are you going to find out what Zach Wilson is? Maybe give him an opportunity. A legit start-to-finish opportunity of a year in year three. Again, I'm not trying to make excuses for Zach for Zach Wilson. He's been awful on the field the majority of the time. Now, really, it was two games this year where he was awful. Like, you couldn't deal with it awful. Outside of that, it was whatever. I mean, he did quarterback the game where they beat the Buffalo Bills, did he not? How's that possible? And he did. I watched the game with my own two eyes. I don't care what numbers everybody's going to throw out you, throw out it and say he's the worst quarterback this and worst quarterback that. I saw him make big plays when he had to to win the football game. I also saw him outplay Josh Allen, FYI. There's no way you could give up on a quarterback with that type of potential. He needed an attitude adjustment. He needs to grow up. He needs to work on a lot of things. It's year two. He's a young, immature kid. Some guys, it takes a little longer. Now, look, maybe he'll never get it. But to say that Zach Wilson is done here, no chance. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Got it back on the fan. Can you make your parlays pop this holiday season? Win some money from Vegas with a weekly parlay bonus from Superbook Sports. If you place a three-team football parlay, Superbook will give you a $10 bonus voucher. Get your holiday bonus courtesy of Superbook Sports. Rack up the wins and earn some holiday cash by betting parlays with Superbook. Download the Superbook New Jersey app and place your parlays Today, visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'd like to think that we had a hand in helping out with that. The perfect parlay. Go play it at Superbook. You know I will. We're off to a good start. So, Zach Wilson has to turn this into the best thing that's ever happened to him in his life. If he does not do that, he is finished. Now, when something this significant happens to you, and I know from experience, you know, I got fired once, and there are ways that you can respond to those type of life-changing, life-altering things that happen. And this is obviously one of those for Zach Wilson. He's been humiliated. He's been embarrassed. He's had his starting job taken away from him. His team, you know, his teammates don't like him, to say the least. He's not even dressing. 
You know, it's not like he went to, hey, be the backup, and all of a sudden you get an opportunity. He's They've kind of reset. He's got to look in the mirror and say, what did I do wrong? How did I get here? And how am I going to fix it? Now, this is a great opportunity for him. It's all still right there in front of him. It's just about how he handles it, how he chooses to deal with what's gone on. He's got to look in the mirror, take accountability, and understand that he's not the victim, that he is the problem. If he handles it the right way and truly understands why he got benched and truly understands why his teammates don't have any respect for him and why they love Mike White, if he understands all that, then he can be saved. If He's sitting there and sulking and saying, why me? This is unfair. They've mistreated me. Oh, yeah, of course they like Mike White. This is ridiculous. I'm so much better than Mike White. Then he's not going to get it. Now, the tricky part here, I had to put a cough drop in because I'm starting to lose my voice again. I don't know if it's tired voice, yelling voice, or what, but the same thing happened last week. You can't have that happen this week. Anyway, if he doesn't, believe or doesn't get the issue, which, by the way, is hard to figure out in two weeks. It takes a long time when you go through something like that to self-evaluate and really understand. I mean, it's going to take several weeks here. I don't, like I said before, I don't think you're going to see him any earlier than that Jacksonville game and probably week 17 would be it. But that's under the premise that he understands what he did wrong. And I hope the Jets have people in that organization, I'm assuming that they do, that evaluate him and see the progress, not just the coaches, whether it is a sports psychiatrist, whatever it may be, a therapist. Like, that's where they're at with Zach Wilson. Well, that's where Zach Wilson is at. So when I say it's not over yet, I don't mean that he's going to be handed another opportunity without working for it. He's got to earn that opportunity back. He's also got to hope that Mike White cools off at some point. Not to say that he should be rooting for them to lose, but to truly get another opportunity. You know, Mike White can't be throwing for three touchdowns, no interception, 300 yards every week. You'll never see the field again with the Jets if that's the case. But remember, Zach Wilson is also fighting for his NFL career here. If he doesn't get an opportunity here, he better hope he gets one somewhere else. So he needs to figure out and understand why he was benched and then make it the best thing that's ever happened to him. And when you talk to him in five, six weeks, the answers should be, hey, you know what? I deserve to get benched and my head was not in a good place. I was arrogant both on the field and off of it. I wasn't putting in the work. I didn't have the respect of my teammates. I plan on getting all that back. I'm going to earn it. I learned about myself. I understand what I did, why it went wrong, why I was benched. And obviously that's all on me. But I'm better for it now. And when given an opportunity, I'm going to prove myself that I am a franchise quarterback. And I'll earn this team I'll earn their trust and respect back. 
Those are things that he has to not only say, but he has to feel them. More importantly, he has to feel them. But the point is, you could go one of two ways here. Sulk and make it like you're the one who's the victim and everybody else is at fault. And then he'll never get it. Or turn what appears to be the worst thing that could happen to you. Turn that into the best thing. Ray is calling from Nutley, New Jersey. What's up, Ray? Morning, Sal. Good morning, Ray. Uh, just Are you a Jets fan? I am. Well, no, I'm not. I grew up a Falcons fan, but I root for the Jets and Giants. All right, because you sound like some of the other Jet fans that work at the fan that they're, they're wishing that Daniel Jones falls on his face and the Giants have to start all over again and kind of emulate the Jets and trying to get a low draft pick. And I don't know how anybody can evaluate Daniel Jones properly with the situation that he's been in since he's been a Giant and that he's currently in. You realize he has no weapons, right? Oh He's yeah, no, I know. No, it's been it's, it's been you know exactly. No, it's the offensive line one year, right? So it's the yeah. co- it's the coaches, then it's the offensive line, then it's the no weapons. It's never yeah, Daniel Jones, exactly right? Exactly true. Right? That's no, exactly no, true. it's never Daniel Jones. Can no, never can never be him. I think that. Well, right. let me ask you this: If you put Dak Prescott, you said that Daniel Jones was the third best quarterback. Well, you think he's better than Dak Prescott or Jalen no, Hurts? Just answer this question: If you put Dak Prescott on the Giants in this situation that Jones is in, or Jalen Hurts, you think they would be as effective as they are? In I, current I think those. I think those guys are better quarterbacks than Daniel Jones because so. they're playing with better weapons better no lines, no i think they're better no that's not true i think they're better quarterbacks well i think that you got to wait to pass that judgment until you no i don't jones. i don't have to i've watched them I've, I've seen daniel jones for four years what do you need what, what are we gonna and in, year, you, in year 10 is it going to be the same thing like oh you just got to no, get him some weapons no, i mean come no, on have, have you ever seen him throw to the top flight receivers who do they have on the roster I've seen Daniel Jones play four years. I don't care who the receivers are. I, I've, well, I know that. I know that. that. No, I don't. No, I don't. I know the difference between a quarterback who's missing throws or a quarterback who's had balls dropped on him. You could he's watch been a game. Very and, accurate. He's yeah. been accurate. He's had a lot of drops. I, I think he's okay. I mean, I think Daniel Jones is okay. What do you want me to say? Well, I, I, I think, what, what I think is, he's going to be elite when he gets the right people around him. What does that mean, That's elite? I think he's going to be one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, that's laughable. Of course you do. Uh, right. Uh, that's laughable. Just, uh, no, you know, no, you know no, what an elite quarterback I'm does? Fan. I'm not a Jets No, you're a Homer Giants fan. You're a Homer. No, I'm telling you. Are you a Giants fan? What I know. Yes. Oh, you're a shocker. You're a Homer Giants fan. See, years. you don't. Yeah, of course, because you're a Homer. You, you love you. you no, keep, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yes, I don't you look are. At the world through rose-colored glasses. Okay, so then I'm why can't you, you say right that now. Daniel Jones is what he is? He hasn't been very good in four years. He's he's because a deep. He's not in the right. He hasn't had the right. No, I know. Around. No, I know. It's always it's it's never him. It's never him. No. Right. That's that's just right. It's never him. Good. It's the offensive line, and this year it's what the, the lack of receivers. Right. That's it. Yeah, he's throwing to practice squad players. Right. Who's he throwing to? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's him. Oh, no, I know. You're right. It's it's all okay. the receivers, right? So so in your Giants, mind, just just to get Giants it right. Get so you you and the Giants fan, just to get it right, to have a a good quarterback, you need a great offensive line, a great good. running good. game, and good. and great. Okay. I'm sorry. Good. You need a good offensive line, good wide receivers, and a good running game, and then at, the at quarterback one, can be at least one, yeah. possibly two. Real good receivers and right. a good tight end. Yeah, right. They had a good tight end. <laughs> <laughs> I Anything else down. you need? Anything else you need? Who doesn't need yeah. that? Yeah. Who doesn't need that, Sal? Quarter, good what quarterbacks is, make other have? players better. Sal, what does Prescott have? Good quarterbacks got make a real other good players tight end. better. 
He's got C.D. Lamb. He's got look Ray. I can't help you if you think that Daniel Jones is better than Dak Prescott. There's no hope for you. I I think he can be better. Absolutely, can be or is absolutely can be. Yeah, no, you're you you don't you're not he seeing it. What does Daniel Jones do that's better than Dak Prescott? I think he's more accurate. Yeah, I think he's right. he's got more. Uh, mm-hmm. athletic ability as mm-hmm. far as his ability to run with yeah. the football yeah. as well as throw the football. Right. And I think he's he's more intelligent. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, there you go. Right. And you know what I think? What? You're a Giants homer, and thanks for the call. That's what I think. The Daniel Jones call, like, I, I don't understand it. If if my thought is that Dan, the, now this call, Fleeks, this one touched the nerve with the Giant fan here with Ray. Because I said he was the third best quarterback, and also in because division. of how it started. Oh, you're a Jets fan. If anybody's ever listened to you, you didn't grow up a Jets fan. You didn't grow up a Giants fan. You root for both teams because it makes this job right. more fun. If right. both teams this year in football infinitely more fun than what we were doing at this time last year. I don't even know what we'd be talking about right now. We're probably doing Degrom and Judge right now if the Jets and Giants had their normal, you know, zero and five start or whatever it may have been. But like, I'm not against Daniel Jones. I said something as innocent. I've said a lot of bad things about Daniel Jones. Saying that he's the third best quarterback in the division with Dak and Jalen Hurts is like, who who disagrees with that? It's where Giants fans lose everybody. Because listen, if you want to say, well, you believe in Daniel Jones, maybe if he had the pieces, he could be this. You can't say right now he's better than those two guys, especially Dak. If you're not a Jalen Hurts buyer, whatever, I disagree. He hasn't been in the league and starting all that long. Dak Prescott has been an accomplished starting quarterback in this league for six years. Right. And all you want to say for the weapons he's had around him, this is a guy who has won games, he's been to the playoffs, he's played well in big spots, just make, oh, Daniel Jones is more accurate, he's more this and more that. What are we basing any of that on? Uh, I, I don't know. And I hate the argument. I hate, hate, hate the argument that you could only judge a quarterback based on... Now, you can tell. Like, I can watch the Colts and say... And by the way, Matt Ryan has won an MVP. So I know a good quarterback when I see one. Matt Ryan has won an MVP. Obviously, he's not the same as he is, you know, as he was five years ago, but I know that the Colts offensive line sucks. I know that their wide receivers aren't great, even Pittman, whatever. But I'm not saying that, oh, Matt Ryan needs good wide receivers. No, that's not the case. I know Matt Ryan's a good quarterback because I watch the throws he makes. When I watch Daniel Jones, I'm not evaluating him saying, oh, Galladay dropped that ball, Jones sucks, or looking at his numbers saying, oh, he didn't throw this for this many yards, Jones sucks. No, Daniel Jones has been a game manager. Now, I love his intangibles. I do. You know what I love about Daniel Jones more than anything? His toughness. I think he is as tough. He's got a linebacker's mentality for a quarterback, which could also get you in trouble as it has when he's gotten hurt over the years. But this is year four now. Enough with the excuses. Oh, if they could only get him some wide receivers. If they could only get him some So he needs a great offensive line, great running game, and great great wide receivers. Oh, okay. The Giants had one great offensive play on Thursday. It was a spectacular catch by Darius Slayton. It wasn't a, oh, Daniel Jones made the biggest play of the game. No, when Daniel Jones was asked to make the biggest play of the game, he made a bad throw, and the Giants lost the game right. when he missed a fourth down throw. I'm not saying Darius Slayton is a great receiver, but that was the Giants' best play on offense. Darius Slayton comes back, makes an incredible catch at the one-yard line. Right. Good, The great quarterbacks, the kind you're going to win Super Bowls with, again, Giant fans like to talk about their guy before Daniel Jones, Eli Manning. Whoever's around them at some point, the great quarterbacks, are able to elevate whatever is around them. Correct. Maybe not every game, maybe not consistently, 
but sometimes. And there are good quarterbacks, great quarterbacks, who make these receivers what they are. I mean, who was Tom Brady playing with right. in his first goal, in the first three championships uh, with the Patriots? Nobody. We're talking about Troy Brown. I mean, think about the receiver. Deion Branch. He made right, these Super receivers. Super Bowl MVP Deion Branch. Yeah, right. He made the guys receivers who, better. Guys who went elsewhere, and some of them were not nearly what they were with Brady when they were without him. There are obvious things. See, this, this is the point. Yet to win. Of course you need a good offensive line, right? Because a good passing game starts up front. If you don't have pass protection, I ain't going to be able to get the ball downfield. Blah, 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 blah. You like to have a good running game to balance things out. But to say that, oh, you like a good weapon. Like, like, do you think in this call, Ray, not only, he believes, I don't have to I don't have to get him back on the line and ask him because I know this. He believes if you put Daniel Jones on, on the Chiefs, that he would be as good as Patrick Mahomes. That's what he thinks. And, and that's, that's just, laughable. I someone asked me the other day, oh, if you put Patrick Mahomes on the Giants, right. do you think they're better? Yes, absolutely. Well, also, Maybe not a Super Bowl winning team, but better, of course. Of course, because he's a great quarterback. If you can't see the difference, I don't know what to tell you. Daniel Jones has now played 49 games. Next week is going to be his 50th game in the NFL. If the guy is the guy, the franchise quarterback, a, a member of you know the elite quarterbacks, elite. you know by now. He'll be... I told you, at peak, he'll be Ryan Tannehill. That's his That's his upside. Maybe a little bit better than Tannehill. A guy who, like we've been saying about Daniel Jones, is absolutely a starter in this league. You can win games in this league with, but not a guy you're going to win a Super Bowl with unless the rest of your team is pretty much perfect. And a guy that, if the Giants didn't have Daniel Jones, if something you know happened to Daniel Jones, he's gone. And you ask Giants fans, oh, well, here's a really good team. You want Ryan Tannehill? They say, oh, no, absolutely not. I want to try to do better than that. Right, and see, now we've gotten to a point where being a good starter is not good enough for the Giant fans to accept. Now it's elite. Like, Daniel Jones is going to be on that top level of quarterback. And that's just never going to happen. He may be good enough to win some games. I'm talking about even playoff win, whatever. Hey, that could happen this year. But you can't tell me that he's going to be an elite quarterback. I mean, we've watched him for four years. He's not. He is definitively not an elite quarterback. And I hate even that term, elite. What does that mean? Well, was top 10 in the league at any given time? Does that work? I mean, I, I guess, but I look at, you know, Mahomes as an elite level, like once in a lifetime. Superstar quarterback. Right. Game changing, game changer versus game manager. Right. Like, he's not going to be at that level. And he's just not. But when you look at some of the quarterback play around the league, and you think Jared Goff better than Daniel Jones? I think they're really similar. For all the jokes we make about Goff, he was in a Super Bowl. He hasn't been bad. But their offense is more potent than the Giants. I don't even think it's just about It's not like they have household names either. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is definitely better than anybody the Giants have sure. right now, considering the injuries. But, you know, he went to a team that it was all young players. At the very least, even if they're more talented, he took a lot of young players and mm-hmm. has helped them develop. Um, I mean, just looking around, though, it's been such bad quarterback play, which is why we said early in the year that Daniel Jones is probably in the top half of the quarterbacks around the league right now. I think it says more about the quarterbacks around the league or the quarterback player around the league than it does about Daniel Jones. But, I mean, to say he's elite, like he's never going to be Josh Allen. He's, he's just not that guy. But whatever. That doesn't really matter because the Giants can still win. He doesn't have to be, quote-unquote, elite or a star.
And again, I'm always put in the position here. And now I feel like, you know, I'm knocking Mike White and Daniel Jones. Oh my God. All I said was that he's not, he's the third best quarterback in the NFC East, which if I said anything other than that, you'd be calling me a Giants homer. He's okay. Oh no. And I hope, I hope they bring him back next year. I hope the Giants bring Daniel Jones back. Sign him to a lifetime contract. I don't care. Bring him back. And what I really want is to bring in Odell Beckham Jr. Because then it would be it. They'd have the offensive line that's played well enough this year, right? So it's not that. They have Saquon Barkley bring him back. Get Odell back here. And I know Giant fans love Odell. Because he wouldn't be a problem. He's matured. So get Odell back. And then you'd have the offensive line. You have Saquon Barkley. You have Odell Beckham Jr. And then, then... I want to find out what the excuse is going to be for the Giant fans when Daniel Jones looks more like Ryan Tannehill than anybody else. What's the excuse then? Oh, yeah, but Sal, but, 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 but. Oh, he doesn't have a great tight end. Oh, yeah, well, maybe he could get Travis Kelsey. But he needs a great tight end. He's got Odell, a great receiver. He's got a great running back. He's got a good offensive line, but he doesn't have a great tight end. He's finally got great coaches. Now, obviously, and I always say this is a big thing with the quarterbacks. You know, Patrick Mahomes came into a perfect situation in Kansas City, learning under Alex Smith, learning under Andy Reid, and then was allowed to go do his thing. Perfect. Even Pickett, as we talked about last night. By the way, Kenny Pickett has shown more as a rookie than Daniel Jones has shown in four years. But Pickett in a, in a good situation. Jones was not put in that to start. So I'm not saying that he was put in the... Obviously, he wasn't with the coaches that they had. But to think... I'm just... I'm not evaluating any of that overall. I'm just looking at him and the talent that I see from him, the decision-making that I see from Daniel Jones. I just don't think it's good enough. He's okay. Why do you think the Giants limit the... Pass opportunities for Daniel Jones. Why do you think that they're you know, being a run-first team? They know Daniel Jones' strength. His greatest strength is managing the game and running the football, trying to teach him to protect the football. Obviously, the more you throw it, the more mistakes you're going to make. I didn't even get on Jones for the Detroit game. But you know, he threw two interceptions there, has to throw the ball 40 times. The Giants' offense can't match. And you're telling me it's about the receivers. It's not. It's not about the receivers. Giants would beat up a wide receiver, no question about it. But there are a lot of Giant fans that believe if they had a wide receiver, a good wide receiver, things would be different. It wouldn't. The team overall, the defense is not that good, and the quarterback is not that good. He's okay. You'll see big, big, big three weeks coming up for the Giants here. Although, should we even, I mean, should we bother watching the games because they don't have a wide receiver? I mean, how they get to seven and four with nobody catching passes? It's a miracle. Poor Daniel Jones. He's got nobody to throw to.